0: Hi, everybody. Welcome along to another special episode of the Unorthodox Podcast. I am Sadiq. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to discuss, as we always, uh, a wonderful podcast. And we're going to critique or understand the intent, the content. And we're going to recommend it to you, the listener, so you do not have to spend all this time trying to find the perfect podcast We're gonna do that for you and today what podcast do we have Brooke?
1: Today we have the meeting house after party
0: The meeting house after party So what what do you know about this uh, meeting house after party?
1: So the the premise of the podcast is to continue the conversations on Sunday. So whatever the teaching is on Sundays, I think maybe they do a lot with series uh, because they're only putting them out once a month. Um, And it seems like I've heard them mention a series teaching, but basically what it is is they will invite experts and their pastors have kind of a round table to continue the discussion based on questions that they've received or things they think people might want more information about.
0: Okay. So what, what episode did you listen to? And
1: uh... Um, I listened to several. I listened to the first, I listened to the one on Paul and gender. I listened to one on evangelism. Um, I think overall, I think I listened to about six or seven of them. Um, They're about 45 minutes to an hour, 15 minutes. Um, So not too long. They're very lively. They're very interesting easy to follow um they dig deep into theological discussion but also culture and, and other topics and how that relates to whatever it is their teaching mm-hmm. yeah so it was um
0: so what was there anything that stood out to you as you were listening to this um or like something that caught your attention that uh, was really int- uh, interesting
1: i really liked that they did not seem to shy away from Experts who had different theology than they did, yeah. um, and they were able. They had very respectful conversations, and you could tell because you're listening, you're not seeing. So you, but you can tell in someone's voice if they're if something's not hitting them just right, and they wanted to say something to yeah. rebut or ask for further clarification. Yeah. Um, I know that in one podcast, they even kind of jokingly, you know, made the um, the statement look that you know that statements of this person do not reflect you know, the, the rest of the podcast, the, the views of the podcast, um, but I really liked it that they had one guest on who talked about being able to hold difference and that that's a sign of Christian maturity. And they definitely exhibited that they would, um, really just listen and have these really good conversations, even when there may have been some, um, I don't know, just not agreement maybe they didn't agree theologically but they were yeah they're very good
0: yeah and uh i think i got i got the same sense to, uh, as well when i listened to the podcast there was uh so the host uh as, as you mentioned um is broxy and broxy mm-hmm. is um so uh, he has this way of making sure to remember because at, at times i'm sure. One could uh, could have the podcast and not re- remember that they that they have a wider audience also paying attention. So he's always trying to divert that back to okay, can you explain this point? You know, yeah. I might agree, I might disagree, but for the listener, can you explain this point so that mm-hmm. so that um, nothing is missing? So because um, one of the one of the episodes that I listened to was when uh, they inter, um, inter- interviewed uh, a fellow from the Eastern Orthodox Church. And uh and just a little bit background for people who don't know what the Eastern Orthodox Church is, is that, so um in the early proto-Christian era, this is like third century or whatever, there was uh the entire church was basically the room uh, in was under the Roman banner. So Rome had a lot of influence all over the world and anywhere that Rome had was they had the church. Right. And so, but then like the leader of the church was essentially kind of the leader of the Roman empire as well. Cause they had great influence or whatnot, but there's two divisions that happened there's one that happened in the east and one happened in the west that's why whenever people talk about eastern uh theology and western theology this is where it springs from like today that plays out in the eastern orthodoxy you might know it as the the greek orthodox the syrian orthodox the russian orthodox the ethiopian orthodox these are the the ones that followed the eastern branch of the Of theology, and then from the Western side, you have like the Roman Catholic Church, which then sprung up after the after Protestantism. You had um, which now, if you're coming to modern day, most uh, Anglicized churches. um, I'm talking like episcopalian presbyterian united methodist baptist and all these churches spring out of the western philosophy and the and the catholic church as well you know springs out of the western theology so but when they interviewed this guy from that church they started realizing how much in common they have and they started realizing how much um how much deep theology has always been going on in the Eastern church, especially from Bruxy's standpoint, right? Because he started, you can tell that he's very intrigued about this. So, but they they ask these questions and you're sitting there and you're listening to how the Eastern Orthodox, because a a lot of times if if you are... a Christian that lives in the West, you don't you don't realize that Christianity has been in Africa for thousands of years, right? And so you might have you might have thought that well oh, there was no Christianity, and it's like well even within our church traditions, we don't realize that Augustine was an African, you know, like there's tons of early church fathers that were Africans that were from North North Africa, you know, and so, but even from the historical standpoint there was so much information that was being given and it was so much level of in- understanding that was happening. Um, so for me, that was very fascinating because I, I really enjoyed, uh, theology and I enjoy the historical, um, aspect of theology. And, uh, I don't know. So was there anything else that stood out to you?
1: Um, I loved the different types of pastors that they have represented oh, yeah. on the podcast. Um, they have teaching pastors, they have, um, a research pastor, which was very intriguing. I love the idea of that. Um, They had curriculum pastors and then, you know, youth and children and, and people who were involved in all aspects of ministry so that it wasn't just one pastor continuing the teaching. It was this really vibrant conversation from all different perspectives, how you would explain this to different groups and why it's important to bring in, like you just did outside information to put it in a historical context or a cultural, you know, depending on what the the topic was, um, so I really appreciate that. That the as they talk, it's not like one ministry is elevated above another in in their church. Yeah. They see them all are peer to. They see them all as very um, important, and that they they fit nicely together, so that they can minister to the people of their area.
0: Yeah, it's um I- even beyond just having different pastors, they also have different, um, if if you will, religious um, yeah. I'm almost right? Uh,
1: uh, you listen to the one? I listened with, to the Buddhism one, yeah. The,
0: yes. Did you like that? What, what did you like about that one?
1: Um, so one of the things I really liked was, it was obvious that they had been on an interfaith council project before, so that right. they had some kind of relationship, and you could tell that they really respect and enjoy each other. Um, and it was just, it was, I don't know a lot about, um, I I know very, very little about Buddhism. And so the conversation was really probably for someone like me. Like I learned Mm. a lot. Mm. I learned a lot of the things that they would consider similar. And then some of the things they would consider different, um, and, and how they, how their approaches are to people, the people that they encounter throughout life. Um, but I also found it very refreshing that neither one of them was trying to tell the other one, yeah, which was better or which was correct. It really was sort of this open dialogue where they were sharing information and kind of bouncing back and forth off of each other to to see the positives um, of both and how really they were striving to find more in common than yeah. different.
0: Yeah, and and I uh, and I believe like the the Zen Buddhist was. Mm-hmm. Was more of um, uh, like a Western context, and he grew up in mm-hmm. the in, you know, in the West essentially. But mm-hmm. he became a, uh, um, yeah like a like a Zen Buddhist, which is which I mean, he started explaining all the different um, yeah. all the different groups of Buddhism, and it was fascinating. To, yeah, all the practices, yeah. and it was so fascinating to understand um, uh, all it the was, depths it- of that.
1: And it was interesting that he had come from um I believe it was that episode where he had come from some kind of a basic Christian, Christian
0: yeah, understanding, yeah, right um,
1: and so he was really able then to speak to both. It wasn't like, oh, he had never experienced any sort of Christian teachings growing up. This was his whole realm of reference. um so it was I don't know, I just found him very fascinating. I found that particular conversation it was very, very good
0: yeah so um would you would you recommend this podcast to someone? Who would you recommend it to?
1: Um, I would recommend it to someone who's um who has questions about these kinds of topics because I didn't get the sense that they were trying to convert anyone to a certain way of thinking. I felt yeah. like it was just a real good general conversation, um especially someone who maybe doesn't have access. To a theological library, or to a lot of other yeah. people who are interested in talking about these kinds of topics um, or has a lot of time to research on their own <laughs> so i i really I really think that that would be um, someone who someone who I think would benefit and also if there's like a communications pastor at churches, this is a great way to, continue, to keep this to have this practice at your church hmm. you know if oh. you have the if you have the accessibility to create a podcast or even some other kind of discussion, where you can keep that going throughout the week or throughout the month, instead of just everyone sit and learn at church.
0: Yeah. So you you would recommend uh, the the podcast for its content, but you also recommend a practice that you learn from. Yeah, and and, and I think that is very right. If there's a way to continue that conversation beyond. Um, the Sunday service. I mean, and you're right. Cause that is one of the things that they did that they do well. Cause you go to their app. Cause I down- downloaded the app just to check mm-hmm. out what it is. And um, so they, they also have st- all these notes and like ways to communicate with other people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so much. If, even if you want, didn't want to go to that church, but you wanted some material to engage mm-hmm. with other people, um, they have, they they provide that material to engage and questions and all of those things and you can contact them too. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't contacted them, them yet to see uh, if I could get. I'm not sure what I, I mean. Again, again, I must confess, a lot of their theology is very similar to my theology, so maybe that's what was easier for me to um, to to listen and and really enjoy the podcast. And I would recommend it as well to to. I wouldn't just recommend it to Christians. I would recommend it yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Anybody that wants a very good podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. And when I say good, I mean like a very effective way of communicating with people that you probably don't even agree with, you know. Mm-hmm. But just to listen to them and they become the specialist, right? And that's right. how I felt with it, with the Zen Buddhists, with, uh, um, I forget the name of the church, but that was on one of the, the earliest episodes that they had there was a pastor of a church in Minnesota and mm-hmm. he had like one of these big he and his wife they had this yeah. big church this mega church and um and then they wanted to go deeper and they they wanted they they rejected some theology that they thought was very um uh, was was not healthy for christians to have and they lost a lot of members in their church you know because yeah. they was like oh let us focus more on jesus let's focus more on jesus and a lot of people didn't like that because a lot of christianity was, um i mean within this question context which we are in which is america but even globally I'm, I'm sure there are other countries that deal with this issue too but it's nationalism right there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh cultural um reverence that people have or attachment to christianity and they just you know and they were from that mega church background, you know, so whatever stereotypes that you have in your mind, it might be true, but listen and listen to the podcast and you'll find out something new. So there's definitely something out there in this podcast for anybody who wants just a great podcast to listen to. And it's called the meeting house after party. And
1: um, well, and yeah. if you're interested in the meeting house It's a church that they say on their website that exists to grow into loving communities of Jesus followers who live and share his irreligious message. We value community, simplicity, and peace with a mission to share the gospel and care for people. And their website is www.themeetinghouse.com. And so I would assume, and I didn't get a chance this week, but at some point, I think I would like to see maybe watch their teaching on the topic and then go back and listen, and listen to a yeah. podcast to get kind of the full, I mean, they give a good summary of it, but I, I think to get the full experience, it would be, yeah. you know, fun to do that.
0: I, that's actually a great point you bring up because, uh, know because the, the meeting house, it, it's on, on their, on their website, they say that they are, they have this ethos of also, like small house, small small house church groups, and if you don't know, that's a resurgence of this Christian movement of trying to have smaller groups and having them at home with you know probably twelve to eighteen people. And over the last ten fifteen years, there's been this this resurgence to make that group smaller and smaller to get more intimate with people and to understand more people to walk, if you will. To walk with people in their lives, so that's kind of like the ethos. But then it has sprung out to be actually, I mean, anywhere in the world, anybody can use this material. Mm-hmm. And they are also their their tradition is uh, brethren in Christ. I mean, it got it got transformed to become be in Christ. They are located in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, correct me if I get any of this <laughs> wrong. So they get, uh, they are lo- located in Canada. They have so many other sites within Canada. Uh, no London, Alberta, Quebec. Uh, those are the few that I saw, but they have, uh, they have material that can be accessible to anybody, anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. So besides just the podcast, there's an entire community that is attached to this, uh, podcast. So, um, Yeah. If you just want to listen to a great podcast, please listen to The Meeting House After Party. It's a wonderful podcast uh, to help you um, just understand life in a different way. Um, Do you have anything else to add, Brooke?
1: No, I think uh, I'm excited to get to learn more about them and to listen to more. There were several topics on there. I was like, oh, I wish I had time to listen to that. So.
0: So it'll yeah. be added
1: in. It'll be added into my uh, podcast. So you're definitely
0: going to listen to more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. I am as well going to listen to more. And uh, from the Orthodox cast, I am Sadiq.
1: And I am Brooke.
0: And we will see you later. Have a wonderful day.